0: Welcome to the Tales on Tap podcast, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast with new episodes each week. Sit back and relax as we take you on an exciting journey to a mysterious realm of floating islands high above the clouds. Episode nine, part one of Erelon, a destined journey is about to begin.
1: Hi again. First of all, I just want to thank you for sending Bark to my aid. I'm guessing that was your doing. After all, Bark did say that you are all connected, that we are all connected. Secondly, I wanted to let you know that I have more news from my journeys. And since I can't really tell anyone else apart from my friends around me, and they already know, I guess I'm sharing this with you. But please don't tell grandpa if he asks, just say that everything's fine. Anyway, since our last talk, we've been to a lord's house who wants us to find, more, find out more about Flux and stop his production. The lord wants this, I mean, not the house. Uh, we also lost Curia for a while, but they're back now. Apparently, they got kidnapped by some strange man who told them to be more careful and handed them a card depicting a raven with a scar across its eye. Later that night or morning Liana noticed that same bird outside our window I wasn't sure if it was all connected or not just could have been some kind of weird morning dream you know the ones that you get when you haven't really woken up yet well I guess you wouldn't know since you're a tree and you don't really sleep or dream anyway I didn't think it was connected at first but now I kind of think it is See, earlier today, we were tasked by Tanner to travel to the middle city and deliver an item to this woman called Elara. Quite a lot happened on this trip. We snuck around the SBC, we fought a group of where rats Lyanna was bitten, I was bitten, we're both fine, by the way, um, I think. But eventually, we managed to get to Elara's shop. Once there, we received quite a lot of gold for our efforts, and we were allowed a place to stay and rest before getting tasked with visiting one of her former friends. Uh, Apparently, they are withholding some kind of merchandise from uh, whilst keeping the money that she paid. Now, since we were told it would be best to visit them in the evening, we decided to find an alchemist in the meanwhile to examine a little bit of the flux that we've been carrying around since the bar fight. which led us to an apothecary called the Phoenix Feather. Don't worry, we, we stayed in the shadows and we arrived safely, although when we got to the place it was closed for business. Eddie, with his ebony tricks, managed to climb into a window and let the rest of us in. And by the rest of us, I mean myself, Virgil, and Liana. Kyria had apparently already entered the building by transforming into a ghost and walk through a wall? (laughs) Ah, That's a story for another time. Inside, we noticed that the place had been turned upside down. Upstairs, we found the owner, sadly no longer with us, and after looking through the house in search for clues, Eddie discovered a secret compartment with a note hidden inside. On the note was a warning, letting the owner know that they might be in danger. And it was stamped with the symbol of a raven with a scar across its eye. (laughs) I don't know what any of this means yet, but... (laughs) I don't think it's anything good. Do you think this is what mom and dad had to deal with all the time? Very, very good. good.
2: So we find our adventurers in the middle city, in the Phoenix Feather Apothecary. The apothecary has been torn to sunder, and they are now essentially in a crime scene. The body of a dead dwarf tied to a chair in the, uh, t- on the second story of this apothecary. The group currently stood as a collective in this room. Are they going to get framed for this murder? Are they going to get out with their lives? Are they going to even make it to the lower city? (laughs) Let's find out. (laughs) So, So, guys. Yeah. We find ourselves in the same room... Clovis, you pull no. the note. Oh, no. Sorry, no, Ediver, thank you. There we go. Sorry, that's habit, man. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Habit. I feel have stumbled
0: upon you in, <laughs> you in a murder scene. Don't worry, I can get us out of this.
2: Apologies. Um, Ediver, you pull the scroll out and unravel it to reveal that note with the small picture at the bottom corner of a raven with a scar down its eye.
0: Remind me, he's in the room with me right now.
2: I think it's Virgil. Um, right? We
0: all are. Everybody. All scattered
3: about, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Everybody. So okay. I will, um, I'll just pass the scroll back to Virgil straight away as soon as I read it. Yeah, I read it too. I'll just sort of
4: quickly glance over and look at the little symbol in the corner and give Edever a knowing look, sort of as he sees it. And just, well, this isn't... Is this good or bad out of it? I can't tell. Well, at least we know it's not random. Yes, but are they on our side, or are they something to be watched out for? Fuck knows.
0: But what I do know is we probably should get out of here as soon as we can. Yeah, yeah. Pim,
4: are we all done? And he sort of turns around and claps, sort of, sort of motherly, like trying to sort of get ready, get,
2: get everyone ready to like leave the house <laughs> on time. Okay, on, <laughs>
0: everybody, children, children.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, Pim, roll me a perception check, please.
1: Oh, yes, God. sir. Uh. That's okay. That's an 18. An 18. You hear,
2: because you're quite near the door at this point, um, kind of being a a little bit guarded by uh, Liana, who was searching the desk uh, that was, um, you know, next to it. Um, So, as you're kind of stood near the door, you hear downstairs the unmistakable sound of a floorboard creak ever so slightly
1: someone's in the house guys I'm quickly looking is there any window uh, from this room that we can talk um, from there
2: is a window um, towards the back wall um, essentially right next to where Edivere was in the corner it's on that wall around five feet or so to the side of where Edivere is
1: currently stood okay. and everyone's inside the room yep right? you're all in the room is the door shut no, I'm shutting the door very slowly. I'm gesturing towards the window.
0: Okay, I'll uh, got, I'll go to open the window. Oh, I'll I'll look out the window into the street. Is it okay. is it alleyway facing or is it street facing?
1: Uh, it is
2: alleyway facing. Yeah. Um. You look out onto the street. I need you to make me a perception check, please. Sure thing. So you're going to look down on the alleyway and as well like up the alleyway towards the street. Uh, that's an eleven. And eleven. Um, you don't see anybody in the alleyway, but what you do see is you kind of like push the window up very quietly and pop mm-hmm. your head out. You still see the rope that's attached to the bed in the other room, out of the window and down the wall. Oh
0: no! Didn't we? Did, did, I, I, oh, yeah, I retracted that. that. I retracted <laughs> that because I didn't realise we were within ten feet of the street. <laughs> you allowed okay, me to. Okay, wreck okay, on okay, it? Okay, 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 okay. That's fine. Because um, then I, I ended up going downstairs and laying them in through
4: the okay. downstairs
2: door, didn't I? So N- Yeah, no problem. Um, with an 11, okay, you don't see anybody in the street. Mm-hmm. Don't see, well, you see people passing by in the main thoroughfare at the end. So as you're looking out to the right-hand side, around 20-odd feet, maybe 25, you've got the, the entrance to the main thoroughfare. Up that right, there is nobody that you can see in the alleyway below though okay however um, it is it, you are it is a midday you it is broad daylight remember okay um
0: you
5: still have that rope I gave you right
0: I do but we might not have time just everyone out just be careful jump L- Liana, you go first and try and catch people as they come down
5: um okay it's a first,
0: first story you'll be fine come
5: I'm going to kind of, like, try and <laughs> climb out the window and then sort of hang and drop to try and make the hey. distance
2: less. Okay, so you're going to climb out onto it, kind of, like, parkour through the window, holding onto the window ledge, and yeah. I'll take uh, an acrobatics check for that first. Okay. <laughs> <That's>
5: <laughs> good. Okay, it's not bad, bad takes. That's a plus two, so that's a 14.
2: Okay, that's that's okay. So you w- w- right. leap out and grab hold of the window ledge and kind of lower yourself down so your arms are completely extended and then drop down. I need a dexterity mm-hmm. saving throw, please, to see if you take any damage as you land. Danger sense. With advantage. Awesome. If you have but danger well, sense, I? then yeah. yeah.
5: I do have danger sense. Ah, that was much better. <laughs> dexterity... That's a plus two. That's a 19. Nice. A 19. Nice. You
2: almost, yeah. as you drop and hit the ground, like you almost superhero landing, like three point impact down <laughs> on the ground, boof, and then just kind of stand up and kind of move in a little bit further towards yeah. the wall with your arms out ready to catch the next person. Yeah, I just, you just, as you sort of land and look back up, you just see Eddie shoot out a
0: thumb out the window to you and then go back in. And I'll turn around to Virgil. I'm like, go quick.
2: Uh, Pim, make me another perception check, please. <laughs> uh, uh, right. while Pim's doing that Virgil do you climb out the window and drop down so as so as got goes ear to the door seeing I still have the mage hand up
4: I'm just going to sort of look to it say nothing steadfastly and just see the thumb sort of go and I'm going to have the mage hand like hold the door handle just in place and try and sort of keep it just keep it there just sort of try and like any force that comes against it just sort of A little bit of opposing force. Okay, no problem at all. Yeah, Virgil's going to sort of swing one leg up to the window ledge. look down and go... Mm. All right, catch me, love. And just kind of, like, throw himself
2: out. (laughs) Okay, so you throw yourself out. Um,
5: I'm making the moves to catch him.
2: (laughs) Okay, so that'll be an athletics check from you, please, to catch Virgil. Um, in fact, I'll take a general dexterity check and then an athletics check.
5: Okay, I'll use that roll for the dexterity check. Then, uh, so that would be a seventeen for dexterity.
2: Okay, so as he's falling, you danger sense as well. Very, so that's, it's that not cost a save. Then. Um. Yeah. Yep, I am dangerous. Is that with skill checks and saving it's, throws? It's, it's, oh, is, it,
0: is Was it a check? It was after a, a saving
2: throw. Sorry, sorry. Yeah,
0: My yeah, yeah it's, it's it's saving throws against things you can see coming, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you swiftly move yourself under and manoeuvre your body in a in order to catch him. Roll me an athletics check.
5: <laughs> That's not awful. That's a twelve.
2: It could be worse, but you as the, you. <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't account for, because this is the first one, you haven't ac- like accounted for the inertia of yeah. as he's <laughs> falling, he's getting faster. And you catch him, but just like kind of buckle down onto one knee, yeah. just about saving him from hitting the floor. But Virgil, you remain unscathed. Uh, Pim, what was the perception check, please? Uh, 24. 24. Oh. You hear another unmistakable creak of a floorboard but this seems to be getting closer.
1: If anything, the stairway. Okay, I'm just pushing people out.
0: Yeah, as as soon as Virgil's out the door, I'm basically just grabbing Kiri's shoulder and (laughs) throwing them out the window. uh, (laughs) uh, window. uh,
3: Kiri is going to pretend like this is some kind of performance and is going to almost like trapeze bar, like whoop.
2: Out and down. <laughs> okay. Um, so this oh, is a little bit more that. complicated. So, acrobatics check from you, Kira first. <laughs>
3: is <not> acrobatic? <laughs> oh yes, I bloody
2: am. 18. Let's go. 18. <laughs> With you, a flip. You almost like dive out of the window and then like flip mid And a dexterity check from you, Liana, to because you are gonna have to make like make this and yeah. the DC is going to be higher that's because a
5: dirty 20
2: Let's easy go. enough though yeah. you are that close to the wall and you just put Virgil down That essentially like Kiria throws herself out of the window you just launch yourself backwards like almost a, yeah. foot, a foot or so off the ground and then an athletics check please quite light <laughs> Athletics. Yes, please. Plus five. That's
5: sixteen.
2: Sixteen, and you just kind of like, like catch Kiria, but almost in like a bench press position, like bang, <laughs> and then just kind of like just, sh- almost like chuck her just straight onto sh- sorry, chuck them straight onto the feet, so like poof. as soon um, as as yep. soon as Kiria goes out the window, I'm mm. just gonna grab grab him by the
0: back scruff of, the, of his cloak. I just put him towards me and just put, put him under my arm like I'm carrying a barrel okay <laughs> can I and quickly then... check,
1: try and check the ground as as we're moving towards the window because the guy uh, the, the dwarf who's tied up and dead mm-hmm. he had a, a scar from a piercing you said last time yes was it like an earring or something yes can I see if there's an earring on the floor
2: make a perception check um, as it's going to be with disadvantage though because Edivere is grabbing you, tucking you under his arm and sh- moving you across the room so very much you're not in control of where
1: you're going yeah that's fine the okay. <laughs> first one wasn't that 19 the second wasn't that 20, which one do you want? <laughs> the 19's fine um, it's like those. I have a 20, uh, 25 total then okay
2: <laughs> um, okay Anyway, the question is: How forcibly are you grabbing Pym and throwing yourself out the window? Um, I'm, I'm like, I'm rushing. You're rushing. I, okay. I don't know if, I, like, if if he's resisting me because he's trying to do something,
0: I will stop to see what he's doing. But like, I'm, I'm in a rush. Okay, but if I feel resistance to what I'm doing, I might pause to see if he's doing anything that I deem to be
2: too important <laughs> Okay, Uh Pim with that check as you get to the window under Edivier's arm you do in fact see an earring on the floor very much like tucked right behind one of the chair legs very easily missable but you also hear another creak on floorboards outside the room you have mere seconds
1: to make your escape yoink push the ring activate the the jump uh, the jump spell and jump out of the window
2: <laughs> okay oh! <laughs> okay so you just woof, launch out with Edivere yeah. at this point
1: I mean yeah if is having me in his arm I'm guessing that we're gonna get a little bit of a boost <laughs> okay you both woof Edivere, make me a perception check
2: sure
0: Where did all my D20s go? Ah, I was just playing with them. Oh, 19
2: plus three, 22. As you get launched out, you're almost like launching on your side, very much twisting your body to watch the door. As you fall, the door opens. And because of that perception check, you see this hooded, cloaked individual don't quite catch any facial features because of how far forward their cloak is. It's very much keeping their face obscured, but you do see this cloaked individual open the door into the room as you, poof fall. I'm gonna make a perception check with them to see if they spot you falling. I'm very, very sneaky, sir. <laughs> okay. You both fall, uh, Liana, Dexterity check, please. I'm, I'm going to try.
0: I'm going to try and sort of twist my body in the air to try and land safely. Okay. And if if, if, if if I'm sort of going towards Liana, so if she's able to sort of stabilize me a little bit as I land, mm-hmm. then great. But
2: I'm just okay. jumping out and trying to land. Okay. Dexterity saving throw from you then please. Uh, I will still. <laughs> I can a little, Can I make an acrobatics check to try and make that a little bit easier? Um sure me an acrobatics check to see how a- like, able you are uh, to twist yourself in the air firstly. Sure 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 sure. Okay. That's not amazing. Um 7 plus 5 12. 12. Okay. I still need a dexterity saving throw. It's not going to yeah. give you any advantage on that Be- given it was a 12.
5: Yeah, okay, that was a 14 then.
2: A 14. Okay, make me an athletics okay. check as well then, please, okay. Lyanna. Dexterity saving throws an 18. An eighteen, okay.
5: Uh, athletics would be a twenty-one.
2: A twenty-one. Excellent. You very much are able to land quite safely out of here. Like it kind of buc your knee buckles a little bit under your weight, but the difficulty you've got is you had the weight of Pim on one side, and as you hit the ground, you very much are starting to tumble on one side until Liana just places one paw under Pim. Yeah, catch you. You have all safely made it out of the room. You are now in the alleyway. What do you so want to do? as
5: I've placed my paw under Pim, I'm grabbing him, throwing him on back. <laughs> Which way?
0: That way. Oh, and sweet. I point away from the road the, the onto the main thoroughfare. Did carry okay. point the opposite way?
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> but also... <Okay. laughs> but
3: also, um, um, uh, Evan just went... That way! <laughs> like riding Leanna,
2: <laughs> which is really cute. Okay, I will have then uh, persuasion checks from Kyria and Enevere,
1: please. <laughs> oh, but I was pointing as well. I you know, can't see you. Enemy. I have no hope of getting this. No, but I'm I'm, I'm tugging on you like a horse.
0: <laughs> I don't respond uh, like that. I got nine. A nine? A nine? <laughs> 27 from Kiria.
5: Okay, so Leanna's heading into the street.
2: Okay, oh so you God. just start. With up on her it. back. Okay, so Kiria, Leanna, and Pim just start racing off towards the main thoroughfare, leaving me and Virgil standing in the alleyway, just like.
0: <laughs> 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 we should chase after him. Okay.
5: Uh, once uh, I breach the street, I will. I won't run. I will slow to a walk because I remember that the, the, the SBC and the guards were, were looking around for more crowd-like involvement rather than for people. So yep. she's trying to look normal um, okay. as much as she can. So she yeah, once she gets to the street, she slows to a walk and carries on.
2: Okay, very good.
5: going to carry on right.
2: So you're going to go into the main street and then turn right to go back yeah. past the entrance to the store.
5: No, sorry, she would have gone the other way, so I thought that was left. So, yeah, she's going away from the store.
2: Okay. Um, Kyria, you see Liana just kind of, like, spin on her heels and just dart off to the left as soon as you reach the thoroughfare. It is busy. There is a lot of foot traffic here. How fast are you guys running?
3: Um, Liana's Powell. not running. I'm okay. power walking to catch up with Liana and then slow it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Are I any think of you? would would try and make himself jump off to be less visible as well, to sort of just blend into the crowd.
2: Okay. You all slow your pace down to a walk. Are you staying together as a group?
3: No, I think we're doing the (coughs) two separate groups again.
2: Okay, so Edelire and Virgil, you stay a little bit towards the back, leaving Kyria, Pym, and Liana around 20 paces ahead of you. Um, together, are any of you doing anything you. to obscure yourselves, and kind of obscure, like disguise yourselves in any way? I'm um, myself
4: my I'm going yeah. to flip up the hood of my cloak for the first time to sort of get the sort of emerging effect of being in a crowd. So it's very Assassin's Creed. He just flips the hood up, and suddenly it's like he is <laughs>
3: okay.
2: in the crowd. Okay, Kyria? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm kind of. I've got my cloak to cover kind of my braces and my outfit and stuff. So that's kind of muted and uh, then I'm just kind of more leaning into blending in through my actions and just kind of walking as casually as possible really. I'm more trying to just not raise any suspicion through acting like I belong here and I'm fine to be here.
2: Okay, excellent. Um, I sent you a private message, Kiri. Can you just check that for me? Um, Pim, what are you doing to disguise yourself?
1: I'm I'm having my, my uh, what's it called? Is it called a shawl? Well what? shawl What's it called? Shawl. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 thing that's in my arm. My <laughs> yeah. Yeah. scarf. Yeah, my scarf. <laughs> I'm just tucking that up a little bit and I'm using my size to sort of get uh, amongst the sort of big uh, the big crowds folk people walking in the street and sort of trying
5: to snake snake like um, walking
1: okay. between between them. Okay.
2: Um Leanna you said that you've got your cloak on with the hood up again
5: yeah and okay. she's got her paw like firmly like almost like almost hurting like she is not losing track of the small one um, okay. to keep him by her side
2: okay uh, Edabir again are you just kind of scarf up yeah up, or? I think uh, we're in quite a busy area right mm. we're, in,
0: we're in middle city right we are in the middle city yes so can we can we expect to see any like Okay, so what I'm, what I'm picturing is... Like, <laughs> you know how, like, in Mission Impossible, when he, like, tries to walk away from somewhere, he, like, takes someone's coat off the back of their chair at a cafe or something like that and puts it on and then puts on a pair of sunglasses and stuff. Okay. Basically, I, I'm seeing if there's any stalls selling fabrics or any cafes with garments on the backs of chairs that I can quickly walk past and slip away and put on to just try and change my
2: okay. colour scheme a bit. Yeah, very good. Make me a perception check for them, please. Sure. Um, i I would like you to make me a perception check as well, please. Um, is fourteen? Fourteen. Um, there's no shops in uh, in on the street that you're walking down currently, but there is a like one small cafe that you walk past, and there is a. Um, a, a table outside, and you can see that somebody is just standing up to go inside and pulls their coin pouch out and starts counting like coppers and stuff into their hand, walking inside. And on the back of one of the chairs is a um, kind of a long um, brown trench coat with a high collar, very much like your traditional detective coat. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's on there. Make me a sleight of hand check to see how easy you can pick that up.
3: Uh, 16 for me on perception.
2: Okay, I shall come to you in just a second then. Uh, 21, sly hand. You almost just lift it up with the greatest of ease, and as you're lifting it up, almost your arm just slips straight into the the arm of it as it kind of swings onto your shoulders, and you just whoop with the collar up and just head down. Yeah, yeah, and I'll just saddle up next to Virgil again with my head down a bit, walking next to him. Okay, um, given how well you are all obscuring yourselves, I'll have a stealth check from everybody, and this will be a group stealth check.
3: Could I potentially use deception because of the way I'm doing things, or
2: checking um, yourself? Yeah, go ahead. In fact, no. Give me a stealth check where you can roll with advantage. Okay, cool.
3: Oh, sorry. 21.
2: 21, thank you.
3: 14.
2: Uh, okay. That's uh, 22 for me. 22, Virgil. <laughs> uh, dirty 20 for me.
1: Dirty 20. Let's and go. go. Uh, just double checking where's, where's stealth. It's down at the bottom. Also. Very, yeah. very, yeah. yeah. Second from uh, the world. 12. <laughs> very good. You guys
2: are becoming accustomed to this now. Um, it's almost becoming second nature. Very much like... You're getting into the habit and the ritual and sort of like it's becoming a bit more of your identity now of not keeping eye contact with anyone too long very much like keeping your head down um Kyria yes with that perception check mm. you hear a call like very much a bird call above you as you kind of turn and look up There is a single black bird flies over your head in the direction that you're going.
3: Um, I will kind of just nudge him, uh, point up before sending a message back to Virgil and just saying, um, the bird is following us, just so you know.
1: Can I ask you a question as she pokes me about that, Tim? Yeah. Having spent my, my life on a farm and been quite adept with animals and essentially talking to them and things like that, could I ascertain from its behavior whether it is following us or guiding us? Is it keeping ahead of us, on top of us or behind us? Uh, make me an animal handling check, and then give me a history check. That's a nat one, which I'm rolling for a nat twenty. <laughs> hey. oh, nice. Every time, every
0: time your are you props, yeah. you go nat one to nat twenty. It's ridiculous! I
1: love thing. I'm who cares about darkvision? <laughs> We're in the main city. <laughs> Uh, sorry, animal handling, you said, that is a 24. Okay. Uh, And you said history? I did, yes, please. That's an 18. So,
2: with the nat 20, you know that, um, given this time of year, typically, um, there's no, like, migration patterns that would give you any clue. Um because we are in spring, it's very much nesting season. Um, you know that a lot of, a lot of the type of birds, i.e pigeons, gulls, ravens, crows, things like you know, types of birds like that that tend to um, live and kind of fly around cities. Um, you know that they're very much still within the nesting period of the year um so you know that typically it is the female birds that are out from nests that are traveling around trying to get food for the babies and things um you also know that um it's very rare to see like singular birds like yeah especially crows
1: because they are they are partner species
2: typically yeah like ravens crows and um pigeons tend to either move in a flock or it's very like unusual just to see one um you don't get any sense of whether it's just flying above you if it's guiding you if it's chasing you if it's you don't know, it's a bird man. That's essentially <laughs> what Kyria has seen, and it's flown from behind you above bird you. Man. And There's a very, very drawn out <laughs> amount of but information about birds does,
0: to say. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, yeah, you have bird, no man. idea.
2: <laughs>
1: does it keep going, or is it like staying on top? Uh, of us? Make me a perception check. Uh, that's okay, 15. Fifteen. Um, with
2: that, you see that it flies over you, and once Kira points it out, you see that it's probably around twenty to thirty feet ahead of you. It's gaining distance; like you're, you know, it, it, the distance is growing between you, and then it kind of veers off and lands on a house, you know, on top of a house around 65-70 feet away, off to the right of the street that you're moving down. Okay.
1: I. Uh, I have an
3: idea. Darling, I'm on the phone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm just going to wait.
3: Okay? Um, It doesn't seem to be doing anything. I just wanted to let you know. I actually spotted it, which was new for me.
4: So, so, uh, I assume sort of like 15-ish or so feet back at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. As the two parents in the back sort of watch over the kids in front, making sure they're not getting lost. <laughs> uh, with the cloak up, you sort of... its Because it's the first time he's put the the, the cloak of Melvin oh, yes. kind up. Of, it's As he sort of moves past people, it sort of, like, merges with the colours of their... It sort of shifts with the colours of people's clothes as they go, so it's very hard to sort of keep an eye on where he is, but yeah. as Virgil stood next to you, he just sort of holds a, a hand very close to his chest and points it up and nudges you slightly and goes... As the crow flies.
0: Hmm. Don't know what's going on here. I'm
4: going to assume that was our company in, well,
0: back there. Any questions? You, said, so, you see you see edevis quite kind of quite wretched he's not he seems to be in himself at the moment trying to figure things out and he like hmm. <laughs> it almost looks like he's he's getting frustrated at himself a little bit because he's just like it's all too complicated for him. It's like, <laughs> and he likes things to be very simple and straightforward. And it, there's a sort of a frustration to his voice as he's saying this. And you sort of get an impression that the reluctance for him to actually answer and engage too much is less out of not wanting to talk and more just like frustrating, mm-hmm. getting frustrated at everything going on in his, in his own head. And he's just trying to figure it out and can't walk and think at the same time. Sort of, yeah. Sort of walk and I mean, talk at the same time. <laughs> Knowing what it looks like when
4: someone is frustrated trying to figure something out, being sort of in school, you just sort of feel a squeeze of a hand as we walk. We'll figure it out later. Don't stress yourself out. Let's just get
2: those three to safety, shall we, Eddie? Come on. Kyria? Yes? As you are slowing your pace with Lyanna and Pym and mm. having this conversation with Virgil uh, via sending... Uh, sorry, via message, you... Feel what's up where the card is in your yeah. inside pocket <laughs> you feel it kind of pulse a little bit and then it will stop and then we'll pulse again and then stop almost like it was on vibrate like (laughs) 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 exactly turn
5: (laughs) this off
0: (laughs) do not disturb it's an old Nokia
3: (laughs) Is is it literally just like um like the pulse—is it like a heat? Is it a um, no? Like it's just a like vibration? a vibration.
2: It is—it's sort of like a very soft pulsing vibration okay. that you kind of feel um, just on your chest where the uh, card is on the inside, kind of breast pocket that you've that you've put
1: it yeah. in. Yeah. Definitely not a Nokia then, because that that would be earthquakes at that point. <laughs> if it was, you see Kiri go. <laughs> <blah, blah, blah. laughs>
3: um. Okay. If it. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. If it keeps going, I'm gonna kind of nudge Pim, and I'm just like, um, alleyway, please, just quickly. Okay. Um, and I'll send a message back, going, just go into the alleyway. Um, Be two seconds, and he, dip he, into he, an alleyway.
4: Okay. Yeah, he won't respond, but just sort of point the alleyway out to Eddie and.
0: Can I have a Walking glance, glance behind us to see if it seems like we're being followed?
2: Sure, make me a perception check.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good <curious>. idea. <laughs> Natural twenty. Short, Natural oh, nice. 20 <laughs> for a 23. Um, are you specifically looking for people that are following you, or uh, I would say yes, I would okay. Feel um, free to
0: include whatever you like in that umbrella. I will. <laughs> um,
2: you kind of, no, you took... I, was,
0: I was specifically looking forward to see if there was any familiar things moving at pace with us through the crowd.
2: Okay, not familiar necessarily, but okay. Um, you don't see anybody that kind of see. Okay, you turn around, you don't see the individual that you saw that opened the door. Hmm. So there doesn't seem to be anybody that fits that description. However, you do hmm. see somebody moving a little bit at pace, looking quite angry down the I'm street. In trouble. <laughs> right. As you recognize the individual that's counting coppers at the cafe that stepped in is now charging down the street.
3: (laughs) You're in trouble,
2: not me. And it's just kind of like scanning the crowds, but doesn't spot you at the moment, but you do spot them like a good 100 feet down, like very much like catch a glance, and you see them just kind of like... Putting
1: the cloak on another person, walking
0: oh, away again. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to do that as well. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Actually, um, instead, I'll I'll just take the coat off and put it underneath my usual scarf, just before we go into the alleyway to join.
2: Okay. The others. Um, so, Kiria, Pym, Liana, you <laughs> step into the alleyway. Yes, Kiria, and
3: I'm going to kind of use Liana as a barrier to the street and just kind okay. of huddle up, like by her, before. Reaching into my, like, under my clothes to my chest, and I'm just like,
2: you pull, take out the card. You pull the card out, and you see on the card where the artwork is for the scar across the eye is every time the card pulsate like, pulsates in your hand, it like glows ever so faintly, like, and as you pick the card up and hold it in your head. Mm. You hear? Turn right, not left. That was the wrong alleyway. It took you a while to pick up, didn't it?
3: Well, I didn't.
2: I didn't know what the, this was. Um, well, is she talking out loud? No. Nope. <laughs> uh, well, loud? Are, are you talking out loud, Kyria?
3: Um, no.
2: No. Okay. Uh, no. And then you hear. Um, Look, SBC's on the street uh, a little bit further down. Come out of this alleyway. uh, Take your next right. Um, Doesn't seem to be any other trouble there.
3: Alleyway, next right. Okay, thank you. Just
2: take the next right. Um, Keep this in your hand. I'll guide you further.
3: You're so nice. Thank you for not killing me. Um, (laughs) Do you have a name?
2: We'll... We'll talk about that another time. Um, Just... Look, we're on the same side I just needed to know I could trust you Just, look, move now, quickly They're Um, they're coming up the street
3: Okay, alleyway, next right Okay Should be clear, SBC on their way
2: Just as me and Uh, and and,
0: Virgil are saddling up What's going on?
3: We're going Uh, to the other alleyway Alleyway, next right, SBC on the way
0: Fuck, okay. Okay, Go fine. On. We'll just trust
4: that then. You all, turn around. You all, however, <laughs>
2: Edebair and Virgil, obviously Liana and Pym, you'll see, but Edebair and Virgil, you'll see that Kyria currently is clutching the the kind of playing card with the part, you know, the, the raven's head on it with the scar down its eye, and it's holding that as she says that to you. Go. <laughs> yeah, so, you know so Virgil just, oh, sorry,
0: Edebair just kind of turns around, and as he does, he just... Shares a glance and a nod with Virgil, like, and then
1: yeah, carries carries on. Uh, can I take out the earring that I grasped before jumping out the window as we're walking? Sorry, did
2: I didn't even hear that you said you were going to grab the earring when you were in the room? No, yeah, he grabbed it. That's fine yeah, 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 fine, 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 fine. (laughs) So, you take out the earring, it. Yeah, yep. it just kind of looks like a very, um, like a small
1: ornate silver ring. Ornate silver ring, no mm-hmm. inscription or insignia like in any kind. Nope. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'll um, grab grab him by the shoulder and bring him up front with me, <laughs> as as we get to the mouth of the alleyway. See the SBC, and I will assist him on looking for threats <laughs> okay so yeah, hey,
2: look so you have you <laughs> just grab his head and- so <laughs> have you so you have you gone out of the alleyway you were currently stood on like or have you are you still yeah, gone stood there. to the, mount, the mouth of it yeah okay has um,
5: left the the alleyway and Liliana
3: followed her
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, I said go now, so I was like, I'm
5: going we now. There, yeah,
0: I thought we I'm were going, going. <laughs> we were all on our way out there like cause we joined you in the okay.
2: alleyway. Okay. Right? Okay, so you've got to the mouth of the next alleyway on the right-hand side is what yeah. you say is now when you are asking Pim to do the check. Excellent. No, no but sure. <laughs> I, well,
0: didn't seem- we, I didn't realize I didn't realize we'd left the alleyway already, but don't worry about it.
2: Okay. <laughs> so Jesus. Are we making the perception check to see if there's any SPC? If we are, Pim, roll me a perception check.
1: I'm making perception check whenever I can, you know? He's <laughs> the perception guy. I built my character around this. <laughs> uh, that's absolute shit. That's 12. With advantage. Oh, with advantage. I'm helping you. Yep, you can have it with advantage. Well, in that case, that's a 19. He's holding you up higher. <laughs>
2: Okay, you do see SBC around forty feet down the main Jesus. thoroughfare from where Jesus. you are, in the direction you were heading, and you see there is about four of them in a group, just walking at at pace up the street towards you. Mm. As Pushing you people into the alleyway. Okay.
3: <laughs> we're next. I Keep, say out loud, not yeah. knowing if it's established or not.
2: Okay. Um. As you say that, you hear a call above you as you look up, and in your head you hear. Down to the end of the alleyway, turn left, up the next road. I'll go ahead and see if there's anything there, but you should be okay for now.
3: Down the alleyway, turn left, should be fine, up the next road.
2: You lead the way. Okay. Let's go. go.
3: I am going.
0: <laughs> okay. <So> Wait. You- <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take out the piece of chalk that I bought. Mm-hmm and I'm going to write L on her left foot, L on their left foot, and R on their right foot, just to be sure. <laughs> okay.
2: So, for the sake of brevity, Kyria, over <laughs> yes. the next five to ten minutes, you are given instructions by this individual who's talking to you telepathically into your head. They take you through streets and alleyways down towards the lower city, and you're travelling around five, ten... You know five ten minutes everywhere you go then the direction that they're telling you to go you don't come across any city watch any SBC they are very much guiding you through the middle city towards the lower city out of sight of any watchful eyes until you hear in your head okay keep going down this road um you'll see that there is a small flower shop on the left with a an alleyway next to it. Go down that alleyway and you come into a small courtyard. I will meet you there.
3: Okay. Last bit, um to go down the small alleyway next to a flower shop.
0: Where are they leading us?
3: To a courtyard. They're going to meet us.
5: The person that you've been speaking to on the card? Yes. Okay.
1: Has the has the raven flown away?
2: Uh, make me a you. Well, I won't get you to make me a perception check, but you look around and cannot see it anywhere. Pim smirks a little bit to himself.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, whoever these people are, they're connected to whatever happened to the apothecary, or they're connected to the apothecary, <clears throat> which is where we were going to find out about flux. So, yes. Why do they want us? They're
5: keeping us out of harm's way at the moment. I think we shouldn't lift, look a gift our horse in the mouth.
0: What's a half horse? Let's, uh... <laughs> let's remain on our guard, everyone. Yes.
2: Okay, so you all turn down the alleyway next to the flower shop, and as you walk through this alleyway, you see that there is an opening around 20 feet up, and it opens up into this small courtyard. What's a gift horse?
5: Horse that gives gifts.
1: One second. It's an I, new horse, new horse. I, horse. Horse. I thought
0: I thought it was when you receive a horse as a gift.
3: I used to have I a friend who was a centaur who would buy me presents at gift horse.
4: Maybe that's very. I, I, I read they were. Elder gods that gave gifts through the mouth, but mm, it's their own.
2: <laughs> as you turn, it looks very uncomfortable. <laughs> as you turn the corner and arrive in the courtyard, in the far corner, sat perched on a barrel, you see a hooded individual just kind of sat waiting you all to arrive. As you turn the corner, you see them sat there, a dark brown cloak, almost black, like a very, very deep brown. You see that they are wearing black leathers, black leather armor, with these very, like, fingerless black leather gloves. You see... Very much like those, <laughs> but they will, yeah. And you see um, that they have um, two rapiers on either side of their belt as you all enter the alleyway. And he just goes, are you all all right? You uh, took your time. It was a very close call, that.
3: Um, yes, I believe so. Um, thank
2: you. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, don't thank me. Aren't we a peculiar bunch? Break away from jail, breaking into apothecaries. You're just all full of fun and mischief, aren't you? I'm sorry, you are. Oh. (laughs) Well, uh, look. I understand that you probably have your suspicions and, you know, your friend and I may have met on... Peculiar circumstances, and look, Peculiar I, is a one word you could use. Yeah, look, I apologize. I needed to know that you could be trusted, um, and that you were a force for good, and so, look, by happen chance, I came across you. Well, I came across you, and look, I, pol- I am sorry if I scared you in any way, and... You know, a little bit of tongue in cheek. I can assure you, I'm you're not. Your life is not at risk. Um, Oh,
3: I'm more concerned about the children.
2: The children,
3: friend, your friend stealing the children.
2: (laughs) Oh, 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 and he starts chuckling, and as he jumps off the barrel, and his feet touch the floor from the his boots up, like you see, like the the dust and stuff starts swirling from his feet up as his like whole like self shifts and changes into this old woman that you met that night he goes,
0: you mean me, dear?
2: And as he takes one step, the black leather boots, as he steps back out of that form, it's a parlor trick. I just needed to know that, like I said, he could be trusted. And when people are often faced with fear and unknown and you know, the possible certainty of death, then they tend to either panic and run and tell the first person that they can, or they keep their mouths shut. Yeah. And look, I followed you. I've been following you for the last day and a half. And, well, you are an interesting bunch. But you seem to be on the same trail that I'm on, so... You know, I thought maybe we could help each other.
5: What trail is that? That
2: oh. you're on? Well, let's start with yours, shall we? Because from my observation and what I've seen, you seem to be running all over this city in search of, well, drug-idled lunatics or the source of which? I mean, why else would you be in the upstairs of the apothecary that was broken into two days ago? Why else would you be going from Tanner's Mark to the Hidden Star and all that kind of fun stuff? You're clearly on a mission to get to the bottom of this, right? How much of that have I got right?
5: Too much to make me comfortable. It's really good.
0: And yeah, as they as they sort of answer him and they, in the affirmative, Edir just kind of goes... Oh.
2: <laughs> well, look, just know that you're not on your own, that there are other forces at work here. You're not the only ones that are concerned with what's happening to this city. I am also very concerned and have been looking into this for some time. See, let's let's talk hypotheticals, because... As you narrow it down the crazier a hypothetical seems the more likely it is. Now, you've got to ask yourselves why is this happening? Why would anybody push a drug such as Flux into a city like this? A city that is very new into its current government and the way that it's ran. What would be the need to do that? profit, sure. If somebody's looking to prey on the weak, then Windmere is a place to do that. Sure. If you're just looking to make profit, though, why would you only peddle your wares here? Why not on every island? Doesn't sit right. Before any of my friends here
0: share any more information with you, I think it's only fair that we know who we're sharing with. Don't get me wrong, I appreciate the help out of a sticky situation. I will say, in future, we can look after ourselves, but we appreciate it.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Look, all due respect, you seem to be able to handle yourselves. You seem to have your head screwed on. You... You do bumble around a little bit at times. Sometimes putting yourselves in positions you probably shouldn't be in in the first place. But for the most part, you seem to be capable. You're avoiding my question. Yes, I am. Um, fine. You can call me the Raven. Many do. I am
3: here. Carry into Cool name.
2: I am not known by many and I like to keep it that way. So, we're doing introductions. I would say, why don't you introduce yourselves? Not that I've come to kind of know you, but it'd be nice to put some names to some faces. Can I make these quick? faces, as he pulls out parchments of wanted posters out of the small satchel on his bag, as he kind of like pulls one with your face, Leanna, and drops it to the floor yours, Ediverne drops that to the floor and does the same for all of you as he kind of drops them to this
1: floor and goes Can you do what? Sorry, Pim Can I make a perception check on him and uh, the surroundings to see if I can find a raven? Uh, Or if I can see a scar across this person's eye
2: Mm. Make me a perception check Uh, 21. 21. Okay. With that, you don't see any ravens. His face is very obscured. Very obscured. But with that, Pim, unfortunately, you don't have dark vision. But you do see very much like where the lower half of their face is very very hard to see you do see a very slight bit of scarring just on the cheek on one side now I've told you my name Hmm. why don't you tell me yours told us a name then why don't you tell me a name Dag very nice to meet you Dag
3: Bumblebee? No, I'm just kidding. You already know my name. Uh,
2: I do, but I'm now going to call you Bumblebee from this moment on because that is a fantastic name. You should own that. And you are? Um,
5: I'm Liana.
2: And you there, clutching onto Liana's back?
1: Allegard Allegard Oh. Sounds Any wonderful. recognition, as I say
2: that? Doesn't seem to. Just kind of like puts one eyebrow up a little bit. Aligard. Sure. And you? Just sort of pulls the hood down and goes, Virgil. Well. Well met, all of you. As I said, we're on the same team. Though we operate in different ways, you're very much a get-after-it kind of group. I very much like to work in the shadows, operate a little bit more discreetly. I've applied my trade to helping people throughout these lands and the lands and islands beyond to investigate things, find answers, help those in need. Now, as I was saying, who would gain to profit and who would gain to benefit from this? And it got me thinking. If you're pushing something like this so quick and on on mass, you're doing it for one of two reasons. Now, if you're looking to turn a profit, there's many ways of doing that, especially with substances such as these. But then you've got to look into the nature of what this drug does, right? this is a drug that sends people on uncontrollable bouts of violence and rage so is it just profit
3: it wants to or is there... everything
2: is anyone else finding this quite familiar? My thoughts exactly Kyria. destabilization right you get the city in a state of panic uproar. But who, gain, who stands to gain the most from that? These yeah, are the answers that we don't know.
3: The people. Eddie? Uh-huh. Well, what about Pushtwat? He stands to gain from this.
0: Gideon Malgrave. <sighs> I don't know. It's.
4: The
3: person I... who fixes the problem is what's who stands to gain.
0: Exactly. I mean, I feel like maybe I've just been talking in a bubble for the last week, but I've been saying from the start this this epidemic doesn't seem to be related to profit. This is clearly
2: someone... Gideon Malgrave. Yes. Hmm. Interesting.
0: I probably shouldn't have said that. No. (laughs) As
4: you see Virgil look... Edivere from like across the group with like great like really?
0: Yeah because I know, get, one of
4: the group just went oh yeah that guy we work for like
0: get, you see Edivere just kind of like was just sort of stalking under his breath and didn't realise he was <laughs> talking out loud
2: hmm interesting
1: I have a question why would a druid care so much about Windmeer? what? A druid?
2: Yeah. And what makes you think I'm a druid?
1: The scar across your left cheek, the same as the raven. Oh,
2: yeah. This... And, also and he kind of, like,
1: you... takes his hood
2: down. It's real! <laughs> as he kind of, like, pulls the hood back, you see this... It's quite... Right
3: out the
2: kind of he's quite young I would say like mid to late 20s human male Um, you see that he does in fact have a scar that runs from like the top of his eye right down to the like top of his cheek on one side you see that there is quite clearly some damage that's been had to the eye on that side very short matted brown hair Um, I'd say four or five days stubble all over you see that his nose is very like is kind of like off centre on one side very much looks like he, he's broken at some point and it's just never fixed properly um, these kind of deep brown eyes and he just kind of goes this? <laughs> yeah no this is uh, this isn't a scar that I got by being a druid this is a run in with an bear on Evercrest that nearly tore me limb from limb. Horrible creatures. Have you ever seen one? Anyway, sorry. I am getting distracted.
1: Do I need to say inside check? (laughs) Roll me an inside check then. (laughs) Oh, out of the box. Uh, That's, that's, uh, yeah. uh, That's a 14. A 14.
2: Um, you don't get the sense that he's lying to you. you he's obviously not telling you everything but that's to be expected the same way that you're not telling him everything right um, but doesn't seem to be like circling around and dancing about questions anymore it's very much like well yeah there you go and now he's revealed what you think is his face <laughs>
5: <laughs> if
2: you, if you, what you're saying is
0: true, and you are investigating for the betterment and the good of all people, then sure, you're right. We are on a similar path. So I think it's important that we don't get in each other's way.
2: Are you saying that
0: you don't need my help? No, quite the opposite. What I'm saying is. If we are to help each other on this, and we are to work together, we need to coordinate in a way that doesn't foil
2: what we've got going on. Oh. Believe me when I tell you this, I am very much not going to get in your way. And believe me, you will not know where I am to get in mine. I have, like I said, honed skills over many years now to be able to operate in the way that I do. You're not the only one, you're not the only one who can go unseen. Look, I am only going to say this once. Don't trust everybody you meet. I get the impression that you don't, purely from this encounter alone. You're cautious, which is good but you're naïve at times. Think three steps ahead, not just one.
4: Look.
2: Curious,
3: looking very sheepish, because feels like this is very targeted at them. <laughs> it's just like...
1: Pim's doing the
4: same. <laughs> sort, of coming out from, sort of coming out from behind Edivir as, as this is said, you sort of... Right, well, you seem to have... We seem to meet a lot of philanthropists these days. Tell me, what is it exactly you gain from? What is your end goal with this ending of flux in the city? For someone who operates out of sight, out of
2: mind, what do you want? I want to restore order and balance to the city. Otherwise, it will get torn apart and good, innocent people will suffer. Yes, Look, everyone says that, but what's your end goal? What do you actually want? I see. You're talking about philanthropy so, so far, everybody wants something. Oh, so you mistake... Okay, so you're mistaking my intent and trying to find an agenda behind it. Everyone's an agenda. My agenda is that I have seen folk get downtrodden in many a place. Now, on a scale such as this, can mean one of a few things either the city is going to fall into a state of disrepute. It could mean that there are powers at at hand that are trying to get themselves into a position of further power. It could mean that there is an uprising of a force beyond the curtain that should they grain purchase in a city like this could influence a lot of other places in the world make it unmanageable to 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 have people on the streets, such as your City Watch or the SBC they're clutching at straws bumbling around like idiots and they're supposed to be the professionals now as far as I know once this thing hit the city a few weeks back where do you first look? now in the places that you're looking the apothecaries I went and started inquiring have they seen any strange comings and goings so far nothing until two days ago when the phoenix feather was well I found the shop one evening as you found it
0: today that wasn't the first indication of danger you got though was it no. And I, I'm going to take the note out of my pocket and just
2: throw it to him. And he catches it and Ah. Uh, no. Well, it's not difficult to put together, is it? I gave a note to, like this to all potion crafters and apothecaries and alchemists within the city. Best that they be on their guard. There are foul works at hand here. And look... I don't expect you to trust me straight away, but just know that my intentions are true and that we are on the same side. Well, your are friend. Kyria, what do you reckon? Can we trust him?
3: Um, I'm not sure if I'm the right person to ask because I trusted the old lady who then kidnapped me, which is now you. That's not confusing at all. Um, I mean, you know, you helped us just now and... You promised you're not going to kill me. This—that wasn't some kind of fay I... deal where you were binding me to do your bidding, or you will cause my death. Because that's what I've been really quite—I've been stressing about that quite a lot.
2: Oh, oh! You didn't know that that was a fay deal that now binds you in perpetuity. To you didn't realise that that was what was happening. And you still agreed at, like, a moment's notice. I would really kind of check the small print before you start signing up for things like that. Uh,
3: no, no, hang on. I wasn't exactly in a position to argue or to state my case or anything.
2: Here I'm... You're not under any contractual obligation. You've not signed any pact.
3: Sarcasm. Okay, got it.
2: Yes, look. Our briefing encounter was purely to see how you operate under pressure. How you react to stressful situations. And I have to say I'm impressed. You said just enough to make me trust you, but not enough to anger me or rouse emotion. That's good. Because you are going to be in positions coming up, I would imagine, that you're going to be in situations like that. So it's good to know that you can handle yourself in that sort of environment.
0: Well... We happen to have a little bit of business to take care of here in the lower city. Oh, really? If we're to work together, moving forwards, perhaps we start on a small job before we start tackling the larger problems that face this city. You give us a hand on this job, we
2: know you're on the right team. Make me a persuasion check, please. That's why the fuck do I keep doing You
3: keep doing this. Someone <laughs> else is doing it. I'm waiting for
2: someone to yeah, yeah, ask him. I ain't
3: gonna do that.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I don't trust this guy.
5: And uh, Liana's too stupid.
0: For some, for some weird reason, the Edavir Proffer trusts this guy. Don't know why. Something about him.
5: I like Trustodji. I like yeah. him a lot.
0: Real no real. <laughs> uh, <what were> <laughs> uh, persuasion. Oh, that's yeah. about 16. 16.
2: Look. I get it. You have no reason to trust me. You have no evidence to... win me any favor in your... impression of me. You said you have a small job and you want me to work with you on that. Look, I have... Only been doing this for as long as I have because I don't work with other people. Not in the general sense. I operate very much on my own. That means I don't have responsibility for anyone else and they don't have responsibility for me. Uh, how, how
3: about Eyes in the Sky? You help us get there just like you helped us get to this courtyard.
0: <sighs>
2: okay. I can do... We must be next to a doctor's office. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies! uh... Okay, I can do that. That's the least I could do. Fine. You tell me where you're going. I will guide you on your way, and then we will part ways. I suggest, however, that we... If we uncover anything, that we keep each other in the loop. As I said, how do we do us? that? Well, <laughs> you have my card.
5: <laughs> you do see Liana at the back raises her paw. She says, "Um, can anyone use that card to talk to you or uh, just her?"
2: Unfortunately not. That is uh Now, just in the possession of Kyria, which means that Kyria and I will be able to communicate. If any of the others would like to do so then you just need to be remain in possession of this card for at least an hour just to establish a proper connection with me.
1: But at the moment
2: it is just for Kyria. But if you wanted to then just sure you can take the card off. Kyria like
3: glares at Liana and puts
5: it back (laughs) in their chest pocket. I wasn't wasn't trying to take my card. Take it off you. I was just saying, just in case we needed to and we got separated and someone else had it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to.
2: So, where to?
0: To the uh, lower Eastern Gate. Oh, and looking for we're looking for an individual named Alden,
2: and where he does his business. Olden
5: Ironheart, Olden Ironheart.
2: Oh. Okay. Yes, I know the place. Um, why are you going there? He's just a merchant of sorts, from what I've heard.
5: He owes someone money,
2: and this is somehow connected to what?
3: We need a base of operations. We need somewhere, somewhere to lay low without, you know, risking ourselves and putting ourselves in danger and being careful, like you told me to. Um, so, this is a means to secure that.
1: We hope. Okay. And secure more allies. Yes, that too. Very well.
2: Right. Well, follow me then.
0: Okay. okay. We're going to s- be keeping a low profile, so just trying
2: to try not to get ahead of us too much. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't lose sight of you. I'll keep you uh, with my good eye. And he kind of like points to the one with the scar in, and just takes two steps, puts his cowl up, and just like launches and and just transforms and shifts into this raven, and just takes flight up. Oh, I'm gonna put the stolen
0: jacket back on. Okay. <laughs> quick check of the quick quick check of the inside pockets just in case.
1: <laughs> I'm just turning to Curia. Told you. Tell me what. Druid.
3: Okay. <laughs> I just think it's really cool.
2: He awfully no. confident that he is a druid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. know. What what else the wild ones. shapes. <laughs> I <don't laughs> think it's transform it's mutation, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's a school. Yep. Never said that it was a uh, wild shape. <sighs> all right. So, yeah, So we'll 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 follow Birdman. Yep.
5: and curiously lead yeah
2: the raven obviously yes okay so he leads you out onto the main thoroughfare that you'd just come off as you went into this courtyard and starts directing you through into the lower city it's here that you again start seeing more dilapidated properties um you know there's no such you know there are roads but they've gone from being very like half cobbled to very much just dirt roads at this point as he directs you through towards the eastern gates and as you get closer to your destination Kyriev, as i was assuming that you would have the card in your hand so you can communicate yeah. this he kind of turns uh, and says to you in your mind right um, just Round the corner from where you are, and as you turn the corner, you see you're sort of it's a little bit more wide and wide open. There's no sort of like rhyme or reason as to where these properties are placed. Um, but you're stood next to a well um within the lower city, and he just kind of turns and goes. Uh, right, so the alley or the road there to your right, if you go there, you'll see just on the right hand side there, that is. Alden's place.
3: Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. Um, Just a quick question. Are you from Evercrest?
2: Uh, no, I'm... I'm actually from, uh... Kyria, move. All of you move now. Move to... There... Oh, my God. And he... You just hear... SBC... I'm moving on your position. Move now.
3: SBC, on our position, move now. Um oh. is this well familiar?
2: Um, probably a history <laughs> check, I <and> will see.
3: <laughs> Get in the well. <laughs> it's not bad, it's not bad, it's not bad, it's a fourteen.
2: Fourteen. Uh you've been here before. Um you know that this is um y- It's not the
3: well I climbed out of.
2: No, 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 nothing like that. And as you walk out and look, it isn't actually a well in operation, it is boarded. Okay. Like, very much, like, boarded down. You've got seconds. What are you doing? What's around us? (laughs) So, you've (laughs) got, you've got, you can either head off and run right and head towards Alden's place. You can turn back the way you came. You've got another road on the left and another road straight up. He hasn't told you where they're coming from, though.
3: No, he hasn't. Um,
1: Do I hear footsteps anywhere?
2: Make me a perception check.
3: Alden's head to Alden's. What is it?
2: Natural 20. Yeah, um, 26. You don't hear footsteps, no. Um, However...
1: I can't hear anything.
2: So we're going Alden's, yeah? you water. don't hear footsteps oh. pim but as you kind of like are listening out and you turn your head behind you from round a corner you see two top blue navy blue top hats with overcoats as they turn and just look directly at you and just reach straight into their jackets. You have seconds. You all dart right and right again towards before we, place. Be- before we start running, you see Edivir grab a
0: couple of the vials and stuff out of his um, pouch, just dump some stuff in one of the pouches and throws it at the ground. Okay. Um, I'm going to use one of my charges to create a smoke bomb, smoke grenade. Okay, you and throw that down. Just um, on us so that it's obscured which direction we run in sort of thing. Okay. Um, as, between, between us and the people who just come out there.
3: As we see Edivere about to do something, I look to Virgil and I go and I give him a nod. And as we run, I'm going to begin to cast Silent Image. Okay. And basically, w- like the way we've run off to, I'm going to do like part of a chunk where it just looks like it's clear. So, like, it's smoke bomb and then it's clear. So, I want me to do part of the chunk and then Virgil to do the other chunk.
2: Okay. Virtually. Okay. To okay. The, the way we'll that we're running. To the
3: way we're running, yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, okay. So, Eddiebe, you and this smoke cloud encompasses you. Kyria and Virgil, you cast your silent images as you all race off to the right, and you turn the corner, and as you turn the corner, you see the property on the right-hand side. There's sort of like a very small, like, open space. Um, It's an L-shaped building, um, so it has a, like, sort of window on the right, and then it kind of turns 90 degrees, and right in front of you is another window and a doorway. As you get there, uh, Pim perception check, please. <laughs>
3: Inception.
0: Inception check,
1: please. Uh, oh boy, that's a nine. A
2: nine. If that… with that, Liana, make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh!
5: Shit. Oh, okay. Saving
2: throw. Please. Six. Oh, you turn and then all of a sudden you, as you're held in place and you cannot physically move. And as you stop and you all turn and look behind you and on the top of one of the buildings almost opposite. You see one SBC member with a wand pointed directly at Liana, and the corner a bit further down from where you are. As you turned right and turned right again, further down the road, kind of turning the corner towards where Aldin's is, you see another member of the SBC step round that corner with a grimoire in hand. Oh, and it's another sound turns to you all of you and goes stop right there oh goody nope all <laughs> here at once and he's just marching forward and um, just says stop where you are and points a finger towards you Edivere oh okay because Edivere I mean, is currently whipping out a
0: sling to try and hit the guy on the roof okay and as you do that <laughs> make me a wisdom saving throw please okay okay Okay, I'm not too bad at those. Okay, I'm not
2: that good at those. (laughs) 12. Plus plus one, yeah, 12. 12. As you get the sling out, you feel compelled to listen to this SBC member as they use their trait, Arcane Authority. So, for the next minute you are Aww. you are magically compelled to follow this individual's orders and commands however you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your each turn but as they stand one on the rooftop in directly opposite you you see another one on another rooftop like stand up and point their wand down towards you as the two others rush in
1: you. This is an emergency, right? Yes! And okay. And that... I'll slap my hands on the ground. That is where we're going to
2: take oh. a quick break. We will be back Okay. very, Tara, very shortly.
0: Tana's dying, by the way, now, guys. Hope you know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, It's the second time Tanner's set me up.
2: It you don't know that you've Tana. been set up? You don't know? I don't care. How how is it Tanner? How is it Tanner? Tanner send me uh, on. okay. We will be back. (laughs) We will be back very, very shortly. Um, Go get yourselves a drink. We hoped you enjoyed this episode.
0: If you did, be sure to follow Tales on Tap on your podcast source of choice and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us get noticed. You can catch the show live every Tuesday at 6pm UK time at twitch.tv slash talesontap. Watch each episode in full with video on our YouTube channel or tune in right here next time when Errolon, A Destined Journey continues.